Oh, man. You almost here? It's already recording. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Uh, did you... Um, wait, are you going to pray? Oh, are we, are we starting out with a prayer? Yeah, I can do that. That'd probably be best, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, fine. But yeah, so, okay, I got to tell this really quick. So I was at a... Yesterday... I know not yesterday. It was Saturday at the Apple Festival. And me and Brandon... I don't know if you've met Brandon West. He's one of my friends. We were just sitting, just sitting in a chair, like, in the middle of the thing. And this lady's walking by, and he, like, knows her... I don't know if she was homeless or whatnot. And she said she had had a stroke. I think she was a little bit crazy. So then he's just like, well, you want, would you want Jason to pray for you? And I was like, I was like, I'm going to start doing that to other people. <laughs> you should. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pray. It's though. good you're known as the man that prays, man. It's <laughs> well, a great Brandon, reputation. Brandon prays for people all the time, too. It was just funny that he just kind of like <laughs> threw me under the bus like that. Well, all right, Father, we come before you and, um, we just want to lift you up. We thank you for this opportunity to look at um, your scriptures um, that you've written for us. And we just ask that you give us eyes to see and ears to hear. And uh, we ask that you open up the scriptures that we might understand them and open up our understanding. Um, you know, and I thank you, Father, that uh, we get new revelation and old revelation. And uh, we just ask for wisdom and um, let our speech be with grace, seasoned with salt, and that we know how to answer each one. In your name, amen. Amen. Uh, <clears throat> you don't know how to pray, just quote a bunch of scriptures. That's, <laughs> That's really the best way sometimes, I think, perhaps. So, I had this very Jason style uh train of thought the other day. What? Uh, I don't even know what that means. Let's hear it. Well, it was about was that where you were drawing where you were drawing, drawing triangles? <laughs> no, it was I was when I was reading Hebrews, and what I say is like, you really, you really coached me, and I. It was already something like I, I aspired to, but you kind of coached me in the that kind of hyperlink way of, of reading scripture, like click here, uh -huh. it takes you around here, click here. So anyways, I was reading. Oh, no. Man, it froze up. Are you there? Are you there? Hey, Mitch. Are you there? Everybody's got their own idea about the translation. Oh, sorry. Can you... You said, or after you said the hyperlink thing, it froze up. I don't know if it was on my end or yours. It was coming up. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, you, yeah, you kind of taught me how to, to keep my eyes everywhere at once, you know, click one place and go to the next and just dashing back and forth through the book to try to interpret something. But I was thinking about Ecclesiastes 1, 2, it's meaningless, meaningless, or, you know, breath, breath, or, you know, mystery, mystery, enigma, enigma uh futility futility brevity brevity all of this you know whatever it's yeah. equated with is chasing after the wind in verse 14 uh, i've seen all the things that are done and it's done all of them are meaningless all of them are chasing after the wind so i'm reading hebrews 1 and i get to 1 7 and it says if i speak if i'm if i'm speaking the uh in speaking of angels god says he makes his angels he makes his angel spirits of his ministers flame of fire. Just, I'm going to go in in case it's me. Maybe. From Psalm. So I just right. to, like a, I think it foot. No, it's me. Oh, okay. I'm going in just in case because uh, just to make sure. But he makes his angel spirits ministers flame of fire in the Psalm you're quoting. Yeah. So I went back to it. I flipped back. Oh, it is you, man. It is you. 
gotta be you. What's happening? So it says he makes. It's glitching out so much. I keep missing like everything. I'll now, try it's, to... now it's a little better. I don't know. I can see you moving. Try to move to you. We'll get it. We'll get it. So we're still in the the psalm, right? Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. I'm in Junior's room now. Ooh. Ooh. Junior. I think Junior always sounds like a boy when you use that term for some reason. Yeah, actually, people keep telling me that, but there have been female juniors. It's usually used for men, but it's not exclusively. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, they say, was a junior. Really? Uh, so, yeah, in the Psalms, you, you, you flip you, Sorry, never mind. Go ahead, go ahead. In the Psalms, when you flip back, it says, um, instead of it makes messengers, makes his winds his messengers, it says makes his winds, makes winds his messengers, uh, flames of fire servant. So I was like, man, that's kind of weird that, what does it mean that makes winds his messenger? Is it to say, I mean, it is to say, he makes the ungraspable and the untraceable and the futile his messenger. And so it made me think of Isaiah 28, 9, which you know very well. Uh, The leaders of Ephraim and Judah say this to Isaiah, who is he trying to teach? To whom is he explaining his message? To children weaned from the milk, to those just taken from the breast, just do this, do that, a rule for this, a rule for that, a little here, a little there. That's what they're saying to Isaiah. Then he responds to them, or the Lord responds to them by saying, very well then, with foreign lips and strange tongues, God will speak to his people. Uh, And in verse 13, it says, so then the word of the Lord was to them, will become to them. Do this, do that, a rule for this, a rule for that, a little here, a little there, so that they're going to go away and fall backward. They'll be injured and snared and captured. So I was reading that a long time ago, and I read this uh, scholar, some guy talking about it. His name's Terry Ball, and he was interacting with something that Hans Wildeberger wrote. Uh, And I wanted to read it. It says, most interpretations reasonably, reasonably assume that the phrase saw la saw, saw la saw, call la call, call la call, which Jacob is going to just slap me around for probably butchering that pronunciation, should have essentially the same meaning in both verses 10 and 13. Since once they say it, the, the leaders say it, and then the Lord says it back. Wildberger, however, concludes that in verse 13, Isaiah intentionally uses the same mocking phrase spoken by his opponents in verse 10 to give them a new meaning. While Wildberger does not indicate what the new meaning might be, Watts presents an intriguing suggestion. In his translation, he leaves the phrase, saw la saw, saw la saw, call la call, call la call, untranslated in verse 10. But in verse 13, much like the KJV, KJV, he translates it precept for precept, precept for precept, line for line, line for line. He suggests, as the mocking words of the drunkard are spoken by Jehovah through his prophet in verse 13, they are turned into an authentic word to Israel. Thus, as Isaiah speaks the phrase, 
He does it in a way that Saul is indeed understood as precept or command, and call is indeed understood as line. Watts concludes, what began in verse 10 as mumbling incompetence is turned by the Lord in verse 13 to be an instrument of judgment leading to their destruction. So it made me think that God can actually take meaninglessness and cause it to have meaning. He makes winds his messengers, but he also makes spirits his messengers. And that's like, that's, it's both of them. It's like he makes meaningless his messengers, but then when he makes spirits his messengers, that's also taking meaninglessness and turning it into a message. Like you see in Acts 2 and in, in, and in 1 Corinthians 14, like when they're speaking in tongues and it's like, it's nonsense to one, but it's, it makes oh, yeah. sense to another. Yeah. It's just, it's just so, it's just so cool to me. I thought, uh, that is really cool. Yeah. The, it gave me a really, like, I just had that. I was like, ah, oh, this, this really braces Ecclesiastes for me that he makes meaninglessness or the wind or breath. He makes it his messenger. He makes yeah. it, he turns it to something that's, that's coherent and he's able to do that. Yeah. Does this kind of relate also to uh, when Luke talks about iconic thinking, how everything's an icon? Like every Maybe. object is, every object is like, a, in some sense, like meaningless or something, but it, it contains a, a a message or a parable within it or, a, well, because he says object, objects don't exist or something, but like, so like this, like this is just, a, it's meaningless. Like I can't take it with me. It's vanity, but uh, there's like a lot of meaning in it. You know, yeah, maybe my, it is really my little idol. I kiss it every night, bring candles oh, to it. No, no, not really. But my, my mom got it. That's for who me. you were praying to a while ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just looked over and I saw it here. I was like, it's a perfect example. It's a little idol. <laughs> but my mom got me this at a, I think it was a Cracker Barrel when we were coming back from Florida or something after she died. So, I was, not, after like, your, not after your mother died, no, no, after my dog died. Yeah, so this is the the body of my dog her spirit rests inside here and then when i light up my altar <laughs> no i'm just kidding but there's like but there's meaning in it you know what i'm saying like in it's yeah like, i think a it lot probably of... relates in some way but it's it's but, like uh, uh an icon or a word or a particular word or an object even has i don't think of them as meaningless i think that of them as meaningful signifiers as you if you if you think of something that is is like breath or chaos, it's just ungraspable. I can't use it. I can't wield it, but it's made into something that I can wield or somehow it's it's transformed. It's, it's transmor- like transmorgified if we want to use Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So even so, especially like uh, like you could say even so in the in the context of words is kind of what you're getting at too. Like with Babel and speaking in tongues. It's yeah, really like it's working. like because basically what that commentator was saying is they he, the Lord took what they were saying was like essentially gibberish or baby talk and, and and turned it into like something that was actually sensical towards them. And I could I can't think of an English equivalent. Uh but uh I mean it, it's just really surreal kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. And depending really- on how you think of glossa speaking in tongues never mind i I don't know what is that depending on how you think of speaking in tongues uh then uh well that's i think it's really interesting because it's like because every i could be wrong on this but i think every word you speak you have to exhale right and so i think and so the the word 
vanity is hevel it's able which specifically means what jacob said it's not just breath but it's the exhale of breath so if you're th thinking about words it's like i mean that's what happens with the babble like you were talking about a while back um the more everybody has one language the more you try to get really precise about language the more confusing it actually gets because it's like uh and so but then god i mean if you look at it in forms of tongues like tongues is a it's it's nonsense but it kind of makes sense too like you can you could like if someone speaking in another tongue in another language like you could understand what they're saying if you just pay attention enough mm. and you don't really have to know the language per se um like because you get depending tongues, on how refined it is depending I, on how precise what they're saying i guess so yeah i guess you're right because tongues like I, I mean i've never got interpretation for tongues so i don't know how that works but um when I've spoken in tongues, it seems like you're kind of bypassing. I don't want to say bypassing the intellect. That's the wrong way to put it. But you're, it's like, it's like you're just trying to express something from within that you have, you don't have a language for, or you don't even want to try to find a language for it. It's just like baby babble sort of. Yeah. I don't understand it, but it, it, it seems like it would be something like I'm, I'm participating in meaninglessness and yeah. trusting that the Lord is going to be able to make meaning out of it or... yeah 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 it seems it seems the only way i know kind of how to relate it is it seems kind of like a, a baby would uh like a baby would try to communicate with their parents and just like a baby could sit there and talk to you and it'll talk and talk and talk and it's like <laughs> what do you say but like but then when it really wants something like if you're i don't know uh like a, i think a, a parent of the child will know what the child wants before a stranger will type thing so i think it's kind of like that in a way but I think, it, I mean, I think it's more than that as well, speaking in tongues. But it says like groanings that we speak in groanings that cannot be uttered or something like that. So people even talk about that too, where you're just kind of, I don't know, it's really, that's interesting. And so taking that formlessness in language and like it still has meaning, is what you're saying, like even though it's formless and it's. Yeah, it's, it's like we. We, we have a limited set of tools that we're even working with here. And it, it's very, I, and this has been my contention as we started into this. And before, as I think about Christian nihilism, it's like we have this set of tools and uh, eventually we're like, we're using them and like, wait a minute, what, what is going on with these things? This team makes sense. Or if you think about something like we were talking about earlier with everybody, the, the Trinity, it's like, it's meaningless to me. Like it, it makes no sense, but it's 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 not meaningful. It's not meaningless to God. It's meaningful to Him, and it even it 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 even works so that we're able to to interact with it in a meaningful way as a concept. Or so it's just, it's just always that which is meaningless to us is that which we would ordinarily receive as meaninglessness. He's able to make His messenger. interesting yeah like, maybe give me some nothing. more examples no no i like it give me some more examples you got uh, any... well probably in my most cynical self says it's just everything it's everything that you everything that you follow along long enough uh why because it, you because you can't take it with you sort of or? no because uh we have such a limited perspective that uh oh we receive so much as meaninglessness and that you could get really hopeless about that. Uh, 
if there's not someone who can who can then go and make that his messenger who could who can make that which is chaos to you his his servant uh, that's really yeah i think i see what you're getting at more because everything everything without god is kind of meaningless sort of like everything is just like everything's just abstract art at that point or something like annihilation mm-hmm. like if it doesn't have a telos is that what you kind of mean it can apply to so many things uh it could apply to so many things think of the thing that you think would be meaningless and uh and, and then you'll you'll find a way that it can probably be that's hard for me though repurposed. I, can't, I don't know that i can think of anything that i think is meaningless mm-hmm. i'm trying to think well uh you know by meaningless i don't mean inherently meaningless i mean uh meaningless to you as far as you're concerned uh, lies would be one I guess that I could make maybe try to make the case for but what? then lies but maybe because oh. I would almost part of me would want to say they're meaningless but they're not I guess or they or they don't have to be I don't know. well they wouldn't be meaningless it's something like probably too he works everything together for good somehow it's like what is the point? You know, the one thing that's tripped me up, and so I have this concept in my mind, in, in my tradition of, of God's sovereignty, and that he's sovereign over all, and he 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 rules all the goings-on of mankind and his creation. And it's like the one thing I've always been like, ah, that always tracks for me until I think of nonsense. Like, not, not good, not evil. I could see the way that those can be turned around. But when I just see something that just looks like nonsense to me, just like a piece of trash in the street that just like has a banana face cartoon on it or something. It's like this yeah. is nonsense. Well, how does this fit into some divine plan? It's like it's total nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say. I think maybe that's why it's hard for me because I don't know that I would. Uh, I don't know that because if you actually stop to look at it, there's like so there's rarely, a lot there. May you, psh, we so rarely think of the big picture. It Solomon or the the teacher or the preacher in this book is thinking of the big picture and he's he's chased everything down like he's left no rock unturned and so of course he's he's having to grapple with the meaningless whereas we typically go throughout our days just in a kind of pragmatic uh one thing yeah our things are meaningful to us because we've constricted them down to the tiny box of i get up i feed myself i go to work i clean myself it's like everything of course makes sense until you start to zoom out and the more you zoom out the more chaotic it looks like the more you can't make sense of any of it. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I guess you could zoom in too, the same thing. Yeah, that's probably true. It's it all has to do with some kind of limited perspective. It's funny, isn't it, that for us, uh, great heights create a limited perspective, and and close-ups create a limited perspective. That's unhelpful. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I used to always say that height is the closest that a human could come to omniscience. I was like, yeah, this is the closest I can get. And it's not very much, you know. I'm like up here on the 20th story. I'm like, ah, oh, now I can have a God's idea. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not even but this, close it, at all. Or like you could say well, the internet, but it's not even close. Well, no, because it's closer where you're at is the, is the weird thing. Because like you said, you can go too high and then you can go too low. And it's like if, it, if it's not the incarnation, it, it loses itself. Does that make sense? Like that, I don't know. That's at least how I think of it. That's why, like, in angelic beings don't. That's why they'll, they'll sit there and ask, "What is man?" Because it's like, uh, what was that? 
quote. It was Nate Heil had a conversation with this one guy and he said, it's like something about our suffering that angels want to look into because suffering like gives meaning to the world. Mm. Oh. And so, hmm. so like, well, cause if you go too high, then, then everything is meaningless. You know, like if, if you're God sitting up in the heavens, then it's just about the bigger overall story than the individual life. Uh, like, like my mom's life, my sister's life, my dog's life in the, in the grand scheme of things, what are they? It's just like, nothing just a just a breath just a vapor like that's it's meaningless but then if it's like if you go too low then they're just particles they're meaningless as well so if you get too particular it's like somewhere in the meaning of heaven and earth it's where like they're properly joined i think to where you're in the story so everyone is meaningful uh and you can also be a part of the larger story uh so it's like i don't know it's like the perfect place it seems like to me for meaning to exist because if you keep exalting yourself, then uh, what's that verse in Isaiah? It says, God sits up in the heavens and the inhabitants of the earth are like grasshoppers. So it's kind of like that for like, like if you're the president, all the people in the nation, you're over these thousands of people. They're kind of, if you're over a, a massive military, it's like at some point, send out a thousand here, a thousand there. It's like, they're kind of. Yeah, I was I mean? getting sort of hesitant to to sign on because I thought, well, I, I don't know that God had to 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 incarnate to to get the proper perspective, but that's probably you probably you probably totally right. I mean, let's talk about how he had to now now he uh, can uh, empathize with your temptation and like in Hebrews and so yeah, that's probably that's probably true. And yeah, I mean, it might not who be. He is. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, I think that's true, yeah. It's not I don't like know he that had to, the incarnation was a change in God. It was, yeah. it was just who he was the whole time uh, in some, in some kind of way, some mysterious way. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Cause yeah, I don't think he like had to, to like, he had to do it to get the proper perspective, but it's like, it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a part of him or something because creation's a part of him. So it's like the way the way he creates is through being in the midst of his creation or something like that. So it's, I don't know, something weird like that. Hey man, you can't see the meaningless, but meaninglessness, but you can see the effects of the meaninglessness. I'm just funny. You want to read chapter two? Yeah, sure. It's my turn. Do you mind if it's an IV? No, I, well, maybe. I don't, no, I'm just, uh, I don't care. Is it? Maybe it was just a little longer. It might be longer than the first one. Yeah, I read that something. today, bro. Read you did? You read yeah. Ecclesiastes 2 today? I read. Uh, or was it Ecclesiasticus? I read to chapter 7. This is long. Maybe I'll just read the first 16. Then we'll, then we'll pause. That sounds good. Or maybe the first 11. Do the first, yeah, do the first 11, because I feel like it, uh, uh, it kind of ends there. I feel like that's one section. Okay. I said to myself, come now, I will test you with pleasure to find out what is good. But that also proved to be meaningless. Sorry. Uh, laughter, I said, is madness. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the few days of their lives. 
I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself in the treasury of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers and a harem as well, the delights of a man's heart. Ooh, I like that translation. <laughs> I became greater by far. What does yours say? I don't know. What was that again? A harem. What does that even mean? It's like a it's like a a room full of your concubines, right? I think so. Well, it is, what does mine say? Male and it's, female servants. I had servants born in my house. Uh, yeah, I do have the meaning in Hebrew for this phrase is uncertain. So, by that weird footnote. Yeah, I like I like harem. It sounds like a, it sounds like a Harem's a whorehouse. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. Yeah, mine doesn't have that. It just says like servants born in my house. I'm like, Psh, that's not mm. that's meaningless. <laughs> but if it's a whorehouse. <laughs> I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. I denied myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my labor, and this was the reward for all my toil. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. So before you say your thoughts on that, I got I just got this from Cal in our group. <laughs> Cal, it looks like he's holding the, the the cheese whiz. He had never had it. He finally so got it. some. No, I sent it to him off Amazon. <laughs> uh-huh. Not that I have his So that's uh, not meaningless. That's, that's as, hey, American, as American as you can get. Have you heard of the? Um, I know this was running the gamut for a while. The uh, love languages kind of thing I think you know so yeah yeah it's like oh uh, and gift, words gift of giving? affirmation yes you oh, seem yeah, like sorry. hardcore gift I'm giving that, I'm that guy i'll give you cheese whiz if i love Dude, you every <laughs> time there's an amazon package in my house i'm like what has jason sent me today oh it's easy it's so easy now you just just send things through the air to your friends yeah, spirit of the air man. yeah well i have amazon prime so it makes it super simple because you don't have to pay like shipping or anything it's like because sometimes i'm like it's just like it's easier it's easier to just send it through amazon than it is to actually go to the post office and ship it or something if it's something i have like it'll just be cheaper to do it yeah, that save way the post office man it's for my dad is he really mm-hmm. it's meaningless uh... it's meaningless it's the oldest passing away um so yeah what are your thoughts on this i always like this part you go first man. um i don't know i just love how well first of all I, i've always it's weird i've always loved this first part in here even before i think i um uh, started coming back to god or maybe just because it kind of resonates with me he says uh i searched in my heart how to gratify my flesh with wine while guarding my while guiding my heart with wisdom and how to lay hold on folly till i might see what was good <sighs> Wait, was that it? Uh, I can't remember. No, where is it? No, it's just... Yeah, I think that was it. So like the first part where he just says like he's basically testing his heart with all these things that men can enjoy. Uh, but the fact that like he's got like wisdom in one hand too. It's like like wisdom never left him, sort of. That's confusing uh, to me. Because you can... Uh, because you have like Nebuchadnezzar sort of who becomes a beast 
and is like just a you know he's he exalts himself and then he uh becomes like a beastly in nature and it's like you know it says his hair's his hair grows long he grows his nails like bird claws and stuff and eating grass yeah and it's like solomon uh had wisdom with him the whole time also my wisdom remained with me that's what i think it says well it seems with wisdom it's so weird i mean i don't i don't get it except uh, maybe he's testing himself within reason or it's like i didn't go full sell into some of these things but but yeah I i don't really get it well i feel like I mean, you have to engage to engage in this life. You kind of got to engage in, uh, I don't know, I shouldn't say meaninglessness. Because you could say like even feasting or rejoicing is kind of like meaningless in a sense. Like laughter is madness. Uh, but in, in a way it's not because it's like a, you know, I mean, when you watch, like people watch comedies because they just need a release or something. It's like, it is madness in a way because it's like, it's like kind of like nonsense it's a like even laughing is just really this really strange thing it's just like a burst of like i don't know what it is but uh but it adds it adds something to you like it adds meaning to your life but even in like engaging in i don't know so you could like go out and have a like a night celebration with your friends and go out and just get drunk or something and it's like uh and you realize it's ultimately like let's see the weird thing is like you're still fellowshipping so it's not meaningless you know but i guess maybe the meaning it's not as meaningful as something else you could be doing but you could still realize that maybe i don't i'm not quite sure does that make sense mm-hmm. I, i'm I'm not even sure if that's what he's getting at i'm just really throwing out some ideas here or uh here's one thing i could maybe use this as an example and i don't know if this actually is uh is like what the scripture is referring to but i remember in college i tried adderall someone gave me some adderall and i was like this is the best thing i've ever had in my entire life and so i didn't do it again because i was like i know i'm this is gonna destroy my life because i love this so much uh i mean i think i did it like maybe once or twice after that but i was just like this is dangerous like this is this is something like i need to watch out for because i like this too much and this will take hold of me real fast so I don't know if it's something like that. Maybe it could be where you're kind of like, yeah, like dipping your toes in the waters, being like, I, uh, yeah, that seems to track. It's just I wasn't expecting it in some ways. I feel like it's kind of a shallow interpretation of it, though. For some reason, I feel like it uh, it probably has a lot more depth than that. Like that just might be a surface level reading of it. Sort Maybe of thing. there's a sense in which he's he's trying to say wisdom is not so. Wisdom is not a hair's breadth from, from folly. Like, uh, oh, that's good. Like, I, I use my, my wisdom told me like what I was thinking about, like how I should go about living in this world. I use my wisdom to, to discern what I should do, and it ended up leading me to test folly. So it's like, I was, I was doing these things that are like the opposite of what you get in proverbs. I was doing these things, uh, just being overly mirthful and just goofing off and drinking wine wisdom was leading me to do this by the way like i wasn't doing it because i didn't know better like i was doing it in not even in spite of knowing better like it was part of the process of knowing better was actually trying this Eh. 
Yeah, yeah, because I guess there is a knowing that comes with participating, like Adam knew Eve. You're at the level of knowing where you actually are, where you know it, you know it, and then you can. I don't know that it's smart to do though, like because I don't know what it's like to be on methamphetamines, but I'm gonna go try it just so I can know, get more wisdom in that area. You know, gosh, I feel Yeah. like I'm just talking on like a really, really surface level tonight. Like I'm just like everything's Well, I mean, the surface level everything's really might like be right the here. the solution here. Yeah, I just feel like there's a lot more layers to it that I'm not Because really he said looking his at. his whole goal was, I wanted to see what was good for people to do under the heavens during the few days of their lives. So I, I this is he's like this is my experiment. Like this is the the thing I'm going to test. What 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 should people be doing? And so here's the series of experiments I'm going to do. And Yeah. so it, it's like wisdom is guiding him the whole time. He's not just none the wisering his way into to some of these circumstances. You know what's interesting too? Maybe this relates. It's like uh, Ezekiel. This was always kind of interesting to me. Um, Ezekiel chapter 30, 20, chapter 28. Um, the word of the Lord came to me again, saying, Son of man, say to the prince of Tyre, Thus says Lord God, because your heart is lifted up and you say, I am a God. I said, in the seat of God's in the midst of the seas, yet you are a man and not a God, though you set your heart as the heart of a God. Behold, you are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hidden from you. With your wisdom and your understanding, you have gained riches for yourself and gathered gold and silver into your treasuries. By your great wisdom and trade, you have increased riches and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. So I don't know. Like, because then in Ecclesiastes, I mean, he goes on to list, list all the things he accumulated, all the great riches he brought into his house that you could get through a wisdom and trade. But then, you know, he ends that little, in verse 11, I guess, with saying, uh, ultimately, it's just, I was just gathering ashes, you know, sort of thing. Yeah, that's a really good one. By your wisdom and understanding, you've gained wealth for yourself. So it's like he gained, he gained, he's not like a fool just bumming around. Like he gained pleasure by wisdom. Like he he, he gained this wine. He had the opportunity for, uh, Yeah. for laughter and to experiment with folly uh, through wisdom. Like that was his initial Uh, kind of and there's foray like this into this underlying wisdom under that or something that says hey it's all still meaningless and so also my wisdom remained with me it's like Yeah, in some is it ways, that's the, that's the, that's not the conclusion, conclusion of the matter, but it's, it's the conclusion that leads to the conclusion. Yeah, well, fear God is the beginning of wisdom. Mm. So it, I don't know. You know, what's interesting. So since you said that, it's like, he started, he had to, he's had this wisdom, right? You know, and it seems to be a true wisdom Yeah. and it's it started from the fear of the lord so he, he i mean and if you look if it's solomon here we're dealing with i mean he asked the lord for this wisdom every the wisdom that he has is based in his acknowledgement of god as ruler and his fear of him and so with the wisdom that he gets from that fearing of the lord uh it circles back to to fear the lord in the end That's the conclusion of the matter is fear the Lord and keep his commandments. So it's like he started with the fear of the Lord and, and then he just circled back there and said, yeah, actually, that's the whole thing. Uh, just, just fear him and, and, and trust him. Yeah. And be obedient to him, serve him.
Yeah, I think you're right. It's kind of cool that it that it circles around like that. Well, it gets back to the circular nature we were talking about in Ecclesiastes anyway. Yeah. It's like it's not the snake eating its head, like you said. It's it's just this a pure cycle. Yeah. It's like I think I think to me it almost seems like like it's the most meaningful book to me in the entire Bible. And it's the one that speaks of meaning because it calls everything meaningless. I, I don't know. It like it sets your mind on you put your treasures in heaven, uh, because like everything here is that that to me that's what it does. But at the same time, it's got this beautiful way of doing it where it's just like it's like a wave. It's like up and down. It's like like enjoy life, like have pleasure in it, enjoy it, party with your friends, enjoy, you know, like fellowship, uh, rejoice, have communion. And then it's like, but know that uh it's all fleeting. You can't hold on to anything. Um yeah, and then it does come book in this full circle. What happened here looking around? Oh, my 40 minutes have, have expired. Oh no, already? Dang. We I just gonna... got like two, three verses in. I know. Um, so what did you, I was gonna ask you? Does this does his life sound good to you or does it sound awful? Is, that, is it the rapture? Like what's happening now? <laughs> it's on mute. All right, hit your hit your last one. You what? Got so, it, it seems like you got something good. I don't want to. No, I just I, I asked a question. I said, uh, does his life sound good to you? Like, would you want to live this life where you actually have all these riches or anything? So I think that um, Solomon had had the wisdom uh, that that he was able to to be a true explorer and a true pioneer, and he went into the reaches. Like he had the resources and the wisdom to go into the reaches of what a person can do in this life, in the short life. He's like, he, he, he went one, one way back that and back and then another, and then he, he ran the full gamut. And so, no, not per se. Like, I, I, I think the, the, the sorrow that he had was like, I'm glad he did it in, in some way so that I don't have to, I, I, I don't think I'd have like, this the stamina the strength of heart certainly i don't have the wisdom or the resources it's like no i i wouldn't want his life i i i'm glad that he he did the pioneering and the exploring and then he came back with the findings that we can now glean from pretty much what do you think no i thought it was really good i think you're spot on i don't think i would would want that either uh there's a verse in proverbs that says these two things i request from you give me not before i die uh give me neither poverty nor riches lest i be yeah. full and deny you or like so yeah or don't or no yeah lest i be full and i deny you or i'll be poor and steal and profane the name of my god and i feel like if i had uh i don't know i would part of me hopes if i had all this stuff like i would probably just give a lot of it away but then i'm like but then i wouldn't have it like i think balancing it and having the resources like you're talking about and using them wisely to explore and go to the reaches be something i think just the way to that but just i don't know that i could do it it's 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 kind of superhuman and it's just this is just a miracle kind of uh old text that we have here man like just to read this but uh yeah i gotta hop off i think we did like nothing we did like three verses out of the 11 we read
Yeah, but I think but, he uh, said a lot of good stuff. I feel like I should have shut up more. I don't know what I said. Are you crazy? At all now. No, you're crazy, I, man. I was just going on about drinking with your buddies. Dude, <laughs> I don't you know see. You see. No, I don't. You, you, uh, you know what I was thinking though, when you said the hyperlink thing and going around, yeah. I was like, I wonder if like some of that maybe helped because I used to when I would drive and I still do this sometimes. I'll just put the Bible on audio and I'll put it on shuffle. And so it'll like, it'll do that interesting on its own. Yeah. It's kind of fun because sometimes every once in a while, I mean, a lot of times it just doesn't make sense, but then every once in a while, it's like, it's almost like it hits on these synchronicities or, or something and you're like, or maybe you're just paying attention. I don't really know, but it's like, it, yeah. Then it's like, Oh wait, this, I never noticed this actually is this same thing here in the I should Old try Testament. that Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I do it when I don't know what to play. I'm just like, well, I'll just put it on shuffle. Then uh, it'll oftentimes Uh, spark my interest to read more too because I'll hear a spot and I'll be like, oh, I should read that book again. I haven't even been in there in a while. So I don't know. Well, I can let you go, man. Thanks for thanks for doing this. This It was is a nice fun. like slam session here. Yeah, yeah. We should do this more often. It's nice to know Yeah, we can do this. just try to just try to sneak some in. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel way too short, but uh I'm sure Yeah. it's it's something. But I think some people probably like that better. I've been told We'll dive before. back in, man. We got a long way to go. Yeah, I've been told before that people won't watch my videos because they're too long and No. need to do shorter ones. That's not us, but other people. But yeah, we'll get back in it. Let me know what Lori's group finds out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. All Talk right, to you later, man. man. See ya. Good night.